1: Ripping the cords from all across the floor. And Mike Conley's leading the way. Utah by 20. Mike Conley, it's free for a three on the right side and hits it. Clippers had gone to a zone defense and it kind of had flustered the Jazz and they came out with just a high pick for Conley in the fifth, fourth three of the night.
0: The Utah Jazz beat the Clippers. Mike Conley has a good game shooting the ball. All is well in the universe, PK. Everybody take a deep breath and relax. Jazz win again. Well, they've been winning. Yes, but now they won with Mike Conley, scoring points. Lots of them. Didn't need that. This is a watered-down Clipper team. No Kawhi Leonard. No Paul George.
1: No win for the Clips. I mean, I I heard questions to Quinn and others about the second team doing so well. Well, that's because they're playing the third team. Yeah, (laughs) Because the second team's the starters. Right. So you should expect, at home, you should expect that. I mean, that's disappointing. Load management. Now, first of all, load management sounds like some that's movie not a good that term. you shouldn't be watching. <laughs> and secondly, we, we need another term. Load management. Doc Rivers said we used to call it rest. Yeah, we need a better term. If you, you have a better phrase than load management, let me know. And well, rest? I, I'm looking at the statues right now. I mean, they're, they're statues and they're playing. Hey. What in the name of the statues in Mark Eaton and Thurl Bailey is going on? Load management in the fifth game? Eh, As disappointed.
0: Well, if you're going to sit him down for about a quarter of the season, and that's what Toronto did last year, so it seems like that's what the Clippers will do this year. Got to start sitting him down now. It's back-to-back. Kept him off of the plane flight. Let him play tonight against the Spurs. How do you know he didn't go to Cabo? Maybe he did. That'd be a warmer
1: plane flight. It's down that same way, you know, just straight shot. You're there. But Conley, come on. He's going to be fine. We've been saying this all along. Yes,
0: and there will be more games like this because he's still shooting 32%. I don't don't care
1: about that. So he'll have more big games. Well, I already knew that. I knew that uh, the second they traded for him. I, I like his enthusiasm, man. I like his smile. And one of the reasons why I used to love to cover women's sports, particularly like women's college basketball versus men's college basketball, it seemed like the women were having fun. They'd smile, they'd laugh. It's a game; they're playing it. And instead of the scowl when yeah. you do something, and men don't don't really have that. But you see Conley out there smiling. Guys getting paid thirty million to play basketball, he should be smiling. Instead of me, Barry Bonds was always upset at something, you know, and Kevin Durant and these guys always seem to be angry. I love the fact that Kyle, Conley's out there smiling, having a good time, acknowledging it. It just makes it more fun as a fan to watch the guy thinking, and he's having a time of his life out there. True story.
0: I enjoy that. Well, you get to enjoy it again Friday when the Jazz play the Kings. I've got, I'm going to enjoy it all the way to June. I don't know about you. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. A lot of contact. Uh-oh. He's holding that left Uh-oh. wrist. Uh-oh. We already saw Steph tweak his ankle. And he is not moving that left wrist right now. That is the absolute last thing in the world. I think he have. He's up. We're just trying to find our footing. And uh, obviously this puts us in a, in a tough spot. So we'll, uh, we'll assess it and we'll go from there. That's Steph Curry breaking a bone in his hand and Steve Kerr's reaction. Third quarter, the Suns. <laughs> the Suns beat the Warriors in the first quarter. 43 to 14. Thumped him. And then Steph Curry breaks his hand, drive into the hoop. Thought Aaron Baines flopped right on top of him. Oh, geez, come on. Oh, come on. Curry ran it, him over. If it was a jazz guy, would you say that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You would not. Sure. <laughs> you would
0: not on top of him. And you could see there was one angle where you could really see the wrist going the wrong way. It's no wonder he broke something. It's a play that happened. I mean, he got they're going to the give, give him an MRA and CT scan, see if he needs surgery. Broken bones, four to six weeks. Maybe 8 let have to see what they have to say about that. Well, what's but, the difference? i mean, Jazz play him twice in the next month. So and I then, then, he's and I'm grateful we have days. you for the schedule. Yep. That's
1: like the one thing you do when you just beat the schedule into the ground. Thank you. Is how... How many games these guys play against these guys who might be hurt? I mean, follow his Twitter just for that. Please do. Yeah, yeah David okay. DJ. I guess Jace. it matters. Don't follow me if you want that crap because I ain't giving it to you. But uh, the Warriors aren't going to win with or without Curry.
0: Yeah, this just encourages them to shut a, shut the whole thing down and say the the year is lost. We'll take a great draft pick and see if we can rebuild on the fly here. Some of their guys get older, maybe then get a good young player with a really good pick. Because it doesn't look like they're going anywhere now. I saw a thing on Twitter now that if you count it up between the playoffs and regular season, that's six consecutive games, they've lost three big stars to injuries. What was the last game? With uh, Clay Thompson and uh, in the playoffs at the end of the playoffs, they lost Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant with the Achilles in the knee. And now Kurt. you said three consecutive games, six, I don't understand. Three stars in six games. Oh, I got you. Okay, it was a PK. I was like, huh? The last two last year and the first four this year. Well, they lost Durant with or without any injury. That, too. You're right. All right, the highest scoring game you've ever seen. It would have to be something with Denver,
1: I would think, with Westhead.
0: Back in the day?
1: Yeah. I don't know what the opponent was, but my guess is it was – way high obviously you're talking about
0: the Rockets beating the Wizards 159 to 158 first time I saw that score I thought well it had to be like triple overtime right nope regulation Harden got 59 and Bradley Beal got 46 the smallest quarter either team had the Rockets limited the Wizards to 34 points in the first quarter there were 40, and uh, Houston had 48 in the fourth to win the game. It was lighting it up, unlike uh, anything I've ever seen. You don't remember the Nuggets with Paul Westhead? I don't remember 159, 158. I remember the losing team having a big number like that, too. Okay. Maybe it happened, but if it did, I didn't see it. Are the Milwaukee Bucks the best in the East? Are the Celtics really a tier below them? Celtics, at least for one night, got a win over the Bucs. We'll see how this plays out in the long run. But the Celtics win 116, 105, and Gordon Hayward, 21 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. He had a nice game for him. That was the ESPN game right before the Jazz came on, so you may have seen a little bit of the end of that. Is it just the Bucs and the Sixers in the East? And speaking of the Sixers, how'd you like that fight, PK? That was more of a real fight with real anger than we go back inside. Uh, they both did. They both got sent back up the tunnel, and they got kicked out. Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns. Sixers beat Minnesota 117 There was a fast break, and they were at the other end of the floor, so you, you could kind of see how it started in, in the background, but you couldn't really see what got them going. Oh, well, You gonna watch it on Twitter 5,000 times I over. I did. I did, <laughs> but they're a little out of frame.
1: I was surprised it escalated like that, but Joel's a crazy guy. He's looking to do some stupid stuff. Not stupid stuff, but silly stuff. And he's up there shadow boxing and then high-fiving his teammates and the fans. and He brings a lot of flair. Good old Joel. And then they went on back and forth on
0: Instagram. If you're all interested in that, you can read it. Saw some of the uh, interviews with Embiid after the game. It didn't really make any sense as to what started that and what got that going. But That's what I'm
1: saying. It, it escalated out of something that doesn't seem to be that big of a deal. That's my point, is that, that type of stuff. Happens a million times over. In fact, it happened later in the Bucks uh, Celtics game with Antetokounmpo and Marcus Smart. Yep. And I thought, oh my, here we go again. The refs are going to take twenty minutes to go to see caucus, and there's going to be suspensions and thing. And would you just call a foul and play on? These these types of things happen. Now the Joel and and Cat got a little bit out of hand there, but yeah.
0: DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. What you can't have is a couple athletes on campus driving around in Ferraris while everybody else is basically uh, having a hard time making ends meet. And you can't have a setting where some schools that are in major markets or or have big sport followings, some schools are like the honeypot, and everybody, all the great athletes all want to go to those handful of schools. Then you you kill collegiate sports. So there needs to be some adjustment to the whole name, image, and likeness approach to make sure that we don't create those problems. Elsewhere in the quote, I thought of you because he said it wouldn't be fair. Tell them how life isn't fair, PK, and yeah, Mitt has more money than you and I put together.
1: R- rich people, th- th- it's about fairness. I mean, when you're a politician, you you're, you you speak for everyone. I mean, all you're doing is trying to get another vote so you can stay in office and whatever you think is politically correct, that's what you're going to say. So I mean, we already have that. Well, I, I was going to college when Byron Scott was going, and he was driving a baby blue Cadillac, and he was from <laughs> Inglewood. And you were walking? I didn't have like, a car. Yeah. I had a bike. What What is fair? Once you introduce fair, it's like the referees. You can't just pick and choose which calls you want to complain about or not complain about. What is fairness? A, a woman who's pregnant and using meth and the child is born with a meth addiction and then has to battle that the rest of their lives, and we're talking about fairness and, and whether somebody uh, who gets a scholarship and it's sports. Well, what are we, What are we talking about here? here hear what you do. Cap it
0: at $10,000. Nobody can get more than $10,000. Yeah, I think that you'll have people going around the rule just like you had them going around the last rule. I think what it's going to be is capitalism, and people with bigger names are going to make more money, and people who play lesser sports or less interesting positions, they're going to make less money. And maybe at Alabama, everybody will make something. Maybe Alabama or Florida or Texas will make sure everybody gets something. But... Football players are going to make more than people that Mitt in other sports. Or are Bernie Sanders there? Everybody Mitt, gets Mitt, the same? It did sound a little Bernie ish there, right? Yeah. Till the burn. Come on. It's going to be capitalism, Mitt. You're familiar with it. You've been good at it. And, and there's going to be quarterbacks who are good at it, too. And the offensive linemen, they're not going to be as good.
1: And Oregon it. gets all this money from uh, Phil Knight, but we haven't said a thing about it. And yeah, Washington, Washington State, State doesn't, doesn't get Colorado anybody. get any of that? No, right. I mean, yeah. so in
0: fairness, please stop. DJ and PK. Hashtag #NFL. It like
1: there was a lack of there. was something
0: going on. a penalty, so we were in
1: negative yardage. There uh, was a lot of time between snaps. Well, when the penalty happened, then we're behind the chance. No, no, no. Stop saying but. I just told you the clock was running, and we had a penalty. Do you want to give them the ball back? No, you don't play. You don't know it. That's just plain and simple. Was I happy with the drive? No, we didn't score points. It's the dumbest question you could ask. What? Tony, you bleeped out the Jesus, Tony.
0: We have a sensitive community around these parts. <laughs> That's Baker Mayfield, Cleveland Browns quarterback, and it's. You can probably guess by that tone, PK, how the how the season's going and what the record looks like.
1: See, I had no problem with him doing that, but just stand there and take a few more questions. Browns
0: are two and five. Everyone's getting frustrated. And like high the, hopes.
1: And fine. I, don't, I have zero problem with him with what he did, except why, why walk away? You're going to ask a few more questions, and then it's over. And it's like, eh, well, you, so you didn't like the question. You called the guy by name. You took the Lord's name there, and it happens. This is – he's a kid, and they're losing, and they have way overinflated expectations for what
0: reason, I don't know. Because Baker Mayfield – you know, he won Dale the Heisman, Beckham. and Beckham makes one-handed catches, and everything's going to be good now. So it's a these these are all processes here,
1: and so stand there, take the questions. You didn't. I have no problem saying that was him saying that was a dumb question.
0: What do you think of your Cardinals' chances of getting back to five hundred? Somebody's got to beat the Niners at some point, right? Thursday night football. Well, since they
1: got Goldschmidt.
0: Niners and they, Cardinals. They they, they finished strong. different different Cardinals. Oh, it's the Arizona Cardinals who you listen to on sports talk radio in Phoenix no, when you're at the gym. That's my whole point. You, you don't know. <laughs> you check out. You can't even handle yeah. two minutes of it.
1: I'll I'll take Suns because it's
0: NBA related, and I could use it here. And you can use Arizona State because it's Pac-12 well related, and you want to, and, and you can use it here. Joy, right? And but yeah. the Cardinals,
1: you draw the line. I just yeah. When they made the playoffs a couple years back they did a big uh, long-term pregame show and I texted Ryan Hatch the boss down there and I said thank goodness you have this extended pregame show instead of obsessing who's the backup at left guard behind Mike Upati because that's all they do morning noon and night and he texted me back some emojis and smiles so I would think I haven't seen the Cardinals play once this year but I would think that the Niners, what are they, 7-0, 8-0? 7
0: They're 7-0 going for 8-0, and the yeah. Cardinals are 3-4-1.
1: Although I'm going to watch it because I, because of the fact that I haven't. They're not on TV. I want to see Murray. So I am going to watch it because this will be the first time that I've seen Murray outside of highlights.
0: Going against a, a really a quality defense, uh, the Niners are giving up 11 points a game. That is a fabulous number. That defense has been excellent. So if Murray has a good game against these guys, then he has arrived, and Cardinal fans should be really excited because that's the lowest point total in the NFC. Only the Patriots have given up fewer points, and it's no surprise that those are the two undefeated teams left in the NFL. They are far and away the two defenses leading the league in scoring defense.
1: He was as exciting as any college player I'd ever seen last year for Oklahoma. So absolutely, I'm going to watch this game to see what this kid is about. I mean, because they're never on TV. Because we're a Broncos market, because the Broncos get great ratings here, apparently, so we have to show the Broncos all the time.
0: Well, Arizona's on Fox, so we don't get to show them. I know. I just wanted to have you defend it. (laughs) That's why I said. Try not to say something that makes (laughs) no sense. Wait for it. Wait for it. Well,
1: well, good night. I'm done with my radio career. (laughs) I'm over. It has been a great run. Thanks for listening, people. I'll see you down. If you ever see me, say hello. On the, if, on the boardwalk. If that's, if that's the criteria, try not to say something that doesn't make any yeah. sense. I'm
0: done. EJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Hudson sets. The kick in. Here it comes. Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. And a World Series Game 7 winning curve It is on! The Washington Nationals are the world champions! The Nationals spot the Astros a couple runs and then they do what they do, PK. An elimination game, they come from behind late again. They threw the graphic up there during the game. Five rallies, a couple of them in the eighth inning of elimination games. And they score six times in the last three innings. All the guys who've been clutch at different points were clutching this one. Of course, Howie Kendrick had a big swing. Yeah, hitting the foul. Of course, pole. Soto had a big
1: swing. It's a foul pole. It's so it should be renamed a fair pole. It doesn't make any sense. If it hits it, it's fair. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's why the baseball is so awesome. You get twenty-seven, I get twenty-seven, and it's all these people have to contribute. It's not about one or two players who are stars and they get the calls and they get all the attention and everything. It's guys that. Maybe don't matter as much. What can they do? Howie Kendrick. I mean, if I'm going to list the stars of the Nationals, he's going to be fourth or fifth. And he's coming up huge. And that Astros thinking that they're celebrating. Not so much, man. You got to get 27. You're not, you not. They can't kick the ball around and stall time. No, none of that stuff. It is about you get 27, I get 27. And I'm celebrating, man. I got my Diamondbacks hat on. Because every pitcher that the Nationals used was a Diamondback guy at one time. Awesome. All three of them. In fact, for good measure, Will Harris, who took the loss, he played for the Diamondbacks. (laughs) So, this is, and of course, people in D.C. in the winter, where does Will Bond go? He goes out to Scottsdale. Yep. So, Diamondbacks got one and one-third World (laughs) Series titles.
0: (laughs) The Yankees have 27, the Cardinals have like 11, and...
1: Diamondbacks have 1.3 Yeah, I'm taking it, man I thought about wearing my Nationals hat But no, I'm wearing my, uh, my D-backs hat this morning That was just a great, great series It had all sorts of drama Great plays And I saw on, And it never once had a home team A home fan
0: celebrating a that's that's, win That's an oddity Yeah uh,
1: And I saw on Twitter Somebody said that uh, A.J. Hinch is saving Garrett Cole for Game 8 Clever <laughs> Showed him out there warming up uh, But never got in the game And Bryce Harper this time Well, I guess he signed in February But, uh, you know, it was understood at this time last year He wasn't coming back And they like, go, oh man, they're going to be left for dead And they're 12 games under 500 in May After you played two months And then they rally
0: like that I love stories like that That's great stuff They're a 93-win wildcard team and they knocked off the 107 win Astros. Before that, they had beaten the 106 win Dodgers. Or four teams, 100 games this year. But it's the 93 win Nationals who are the champs. Yeah, they took down two of the big dogs.
1: They did absolutely, man. Guys came up huge. Rendon gets the home run to give him some life, and then next thing you know, they get a guy on, and Kendrick pops one in the opposite field, no less, off to fair pole. That that had everything you would want and if you don't like the sport so be it i don't care
0: mvp yeah. to strasburg you good with that
1: there are a lot of heroes over the course of the series well if you go postseason yeah he was dominant and in the, in the world series it's just based on that though isn't it yep so they could have given it to Rundone and uh kendrick and any number of guys but that was a sweet uh, ride they had out there
0: i'm surprised he looked like his parents was were behind him and he didn't introduce them Strasburg and Kawhi Leonard, two Aztecs winning MVPs and championship series. There you go, guys. If you what went we there, it would
1: mean something to you. If I what? If you went there, it would mean something to you. It means but a little you, bit. No, but you, it's you, a little you, did, bit you did not like grow you... up with your grandfather and his grandfather going to San Diego State baseball games. So you no, can't I, claim it. I
0: did not go to San Diego State. And you didn't State go to games.
1: Aztec basketball games I actually. Rarely.
0: I actually saw Strasburg pitch here. And he pitched against the Utes up in Ogden. We all did. Oh, you went up to it two? A lot of people went up to it. High school kids streaming in from practice. I remember seeing them rolling in in their Jan Jorgensen went. Jan. (laughs) What up, Jan? (laughs) What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. It's Shamrock Plumbing. Craig Jack's coming up to talk about the Jazz win at 8.30. Joe Ingles is going to be here at the end of the show at 9.45. If you miss it, if you're going to be working, stuck in some meeting that you can't escape, it will be up at 1280thezone.com, and you can hear it wherever you hear podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever. It'll be out there for you, Joe Ingles. DJ and PK, the question now, and we got a little time before Bowler gets here to get to this. The Jazz roll the Clippers. No Kawhi Leonard because of load management in October. What in the name of the statues is going on? Your reaction to Kawhi Leonard's absence on the way on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.